0: In this episode of Man vs. Marriage, it's marriages we admire. The podcast. How good do you want your life to be? It's truly really about becoming the best version of yourself that's possible. This is Man vs. Marriage, the podcast. Welcome back to another episode of Man vs. Marriage. It is I, your humble servant, the q Dog, in the Ray family studio.
1: Yes.
2: Yeah,
0: I see that. With my lovely wife, Jeannie. Hello. Now, I want you to understand something. There might be a slight delay. We only have two microphones and four people, so give us a little grace here. And the Ray family, Mr. Jeff, Mrs. Candace. Hello, welcome to the show. Hey, everyone. Hiya. There we go. Hiya. So this series, and we're kicking it off here, you know, um, is about marriages that we admire. And yours is the first marriage that I thought of. And uh, we love you guys. And you guys say you love us back, which is great. We're a hard family to love. We're pretty busy. Um, And so what I'd love to do is just talk about your relationship and you know we'll let you know I'll let you know why I love your relationship but I'd love to hear how There's a lot of love going on you hear that it is Uh, I'd love to hear how y'all met and kind of what you're all about what do you do who are like Troy used to say who is Jeff Ray
3: well that's a question probably for another day but I'll talk about our relationship
0: (laughs) (laughs) so so tell us you know um, How long you been married, and uh, where'd you meet? You know, I kind of know already, but where'd you meet, how'd you meet, and
3: uh, how did this story begin? Um, So most of it, uh, you know, I'm sure Candice will correct me where I'm wrong, Totally. Um, but uh, it started back in in high school. Um, We were uh, served on a drama team together in- in, uh, At church. Yeah, at church and youth, and uh, it's kind of just where we kind of met. Although
1: our parents have told us that we were friends at the age of like three and five when they they went camping together, together, there's a picture of us. So we um, looked friendly.
3: (laughs) Yeah, it looked like I was uh, looking at her or something like that in the photo. So
1: so this is destiny.
3: So you had the hots. Yes, you had the the hots early. The toddler hots. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. toddler (laughs) hots. (laughs) Uh, so, you know, but then ultimately it was, it was, you know, in high school, uh, on, on the drama team that, you know, we kind of, it really started, we were at a, uh, a church doing, you know, some drama stuff
0: oh, yeah, we and, traveled around.
3: Uh, me and a friend of mine went down to like a creek that was there and, and found some frogs there and, uh, we just took them and then went to try to give them to people. And most, no, they were
1: trying to scare people. Let's. Let's be clear here. They were trying to scare
3: people. Well, they were like hidden in my hand. And I asked people if they wanted what I had in my hand without seeing it. Do
1: you want a surprise?
3: Nobody like was willing to to take what was in my hand except Candice. I'm down. So that's (laughs) that's kind of where.
1: I think he expected me to be like, "Ah!" and I was like, oh, cool. I'll keep so, him. I'll name him Jeff. And <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, all right.
3: So, so that's kind of that's where I started. That's I'll how start it started. It started, oh, started then, with a frog. And then I drove my car up there because I had to work. And so she would, well, somebody else got her to kick the, the tires on my car to make my alarm go off. Yeah, we that thought that it break,
1: was going to so. make him angry, so, but, but it, it did not.
3: <laughs> Frogs and alarms. So. So. Yeah.
1: No, but now
2: the charming thing makes a whole lot of sense. <laughs> so, yeah.
3: So, so yeah, so you know, that's kind of where it all started. Uh, you know, we built a friendship from there. Yes, um,
1: absolutely. We were in, best in, of friends in, in
3: high school, and uh, uh, we've been together since, you know, kind of since 1997.
1: Six. I think
3: it was. No, 97. 96. 97. <laughs>
1: 97. Anyways.
2: May of 97.
3: We've been
1: together a quarter of Long a century. Time.
3: So. so. That's and a minute.
1: We've lost a few of the details. <laughs>
3: <laughs> you know, and, uh, you know, so we ultimately dated uh, uh, for like four years before yeah. we ended up getting married. Um,
1: um, he proposed to me on the legal day I turned 18.
3: Yeah, her 18th <laughs> birthday. Um, but, you know, uh, that you know, that was, you know, four-year journey there dating until she yeah. turned 18. You know, Some would say half. we rushed into this, and, then, and uh, we
1: would say it couldn't happen fast enough.
2: You wait, you rushed into this with four years, yes, because I was we, so young. We dated so. six months and I had an engagement ring, and we only waited a year because I wanted a certain date. We didn't wow, they rushed, we rushed it. We must have skipped a bunch of steps.
0: Yes. Maybe they were talking to the same people that said we shouldn't get married. Oh, know. a few
1: people told us we shouldn't get married, too. We were too, too young, yeah.
3: It was infatuation, is that what they told me. Yes, yeah. they're it, it like that's like,
1: not you don't know what love is. It's just infatuation, and I was like, okay, we'll see. <laughs> I was
2: too rebellious for him, so we understand.
3: <laughs> yeah, so I mean, that's that's the beginning of it. There, you know, we you know built that built that relationship. I mean, we mm-hmm. worked through a lot of stuff. I think you know, obviously challenges within our families and stuff like that has been. Uh, big over the years, but ultimately I think we you know, we decided to take a different path I think than most of the other people we've known mm-hmm. and you know, we you know decided that you know, we Decided I think for me one of the bigger things even back just at the beginning um, You know before we started dating I didn't have any really meaningful relationships prior to that like nothing that me I either. would call value yeah, and so like when when I decided to say yes to Candace um, I said yes to commitment, saying, you know what, no, that's what I'm going to work towards. That's what I'm going to put the effort in. I'm not going to just, like, you know, I'm not going to just quit when it's hard. I'm not going to just give up. And so I really uh, put the mindset, in. almost like I always use the relation of, of, you know, playing football. I played football in high school. And you prepare yourself how you're going to perform in the game before you ever get on the field. Yep. You know, and so I, I, I pretty much the same thing is when, you know, I chose to to – step into this relationship, I was going to give it my all. I was going to put all my effort in. I wasn't going to give up. I was going to give the amount of effort and energy I would if I was playing, you know, uh, the, you know, like a sport of football. And I just, you know, and I knew, and I, I, changed my mindset before I got into it, which ultimately helped when I dealt with, when we dealt with situations or we walked through things or things weren't always easy or whatever. And it really helped me kind of understand the different mindset. It wasn't just like how I felt at a time or whatever it was. I know I'm gonna this one's this one's worth it, this relationship's worth it, you know, I'm gonna commit to it and I'm gonna I'm gonna go through, you know, the long haul and then ultimately it, it it really benefited the relationship and and the commitment level and the loyalty to the relationship, which yeah, is all I think
1: mindset versus emotions is everything, like in relationship. Like he talks about how he went in with like the commitment mindset and I would say like relationships It's not about convenience, like it's Mm -hmm. about commitment and it's about your mindset and your determined, determinedness, (laughs) determination, determinedness to figure things out. Mm -hmm. And it's not just about what feels good at the time or what works out well for you. It's about what is best for the relationship and what's best for the future. So I think for us and for our marriage like mindset has been everything that's like what we've built our marriage on is like the right mindset
3: yeah and at the beginning we and and throughout i mean over the years we you know we made a commitment to each other to not use commitment against each other yeah. You know, a lot of people come, come to the thing, well, you know, the, to using the divorce word or something like that, we've, we've chosen, we're never going to use gonna that, our threats. commitment towards mm-hmm. each other against, to, to a sense, maybe threaten or manipulate the other person to get what we want. And, and so because we've done that, yeah. no, nothing's ever came on the table that we're giving up and we're stopping or that, you know, unless I get my way or unless I feel this way or whatever, we just, we've never brought that to the table where we've always been, Hey, We're in this together. We're going to work this out. We're going to push through. We're going to do whatever we need to do to help, you know, walk through this together. You know, Mm -hmm. we're, you know, we might be fighting, but you know, we're going to be fighting for each other and for our relationship and for our commitment and for our family to, to get to the other side, not just clashing against, even though we might not see things the same, we still are working to, to get through this.
0: Yeah. 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 I think you, I think you put it perfectly and, uh you know, just going into your marriage, you know, one of the things we talk about is, um, you know, doing something on purpose Mm -hmm. and then doing it for a purpose. You wanna have both of those in your relationship. And it's no surprise to me that one of the main things y'all talk about in your relationship is commitment. And you can tell you guys are committed, you know, I, let me let me take a peek at what I wrote down. Hmm, it's very interesting what I wrote down. What I love about your marriage. Um, so you have, uh, you both have careers. You have a family.
3: What is it about family that you're committed to? I think first off, family is um, is your mission field. I think that's something Candice kind of yeah. has, has, has owned and it's something she's, you know, because especially in the beginning, you know, a lot of those formative years, you you are the, the person that's, uh, you know, re, you know training your kids and teaching mm-hmm. your kids and, and I think we've, we've taken that of like, no, like this is our primary responsibility is yeah. to show our kids how to live, teach them who they are, remind them of who they are you know, help them understand that God created them for a purpose, God created them, you know, with uniqueness and all kinds of stuff, but ultimately not get lost in, you know, other what the world or other people say they are, but ultimately remember yeah. having them remember who and ultimately like that's our you know, that's our bill that's our primary discipleship, right? That's where we're training up the next generation of world changers. That's where we know, get to pass and, down the mindset. And, and ultimately where yep. we, our ground floor or our top level can be their ground floor. Yeah. And they go from where, you know, where we kind of have built, they can continue from there and not have to rebuild what we've already built. Um, so it's just, it's big there. Obviously our, our family is is yeah. real important and you know, just- No
1: career, no extracurricular, nothing else matters more than the people that we raise.
0: Like that's it.
3: That's a good word. Yeah. And, and so, you know, that's, it's just, it, to me, it's just, it's real important. And I think the other thing for us is for us to live it, you know, be the example, you know, cause unfortunately, you know, probably all of us have known people that say stuff and, and whatnot, but they, they don't always follow through with what they do in their actions. And so we've tried to be really intentional with, with our family that they not only hear it from us, but they see it in action yeah. and they, and they know that, Hey, you no, know, this is what, are you know, we've done it over the years with our investment in young people and working with young adults and all kinds of different stuff where you know our kids got to see firsthand our investment and how you know you know we disciple and we care about people and then when it came around to our you know our own children and having those conversations it was very natural for them because they'd seen us have those conversations with other people it's
1: not mind-blowing when we tell them things because they're like oh okay yeah we know we've seen that before so, and
3: it just seems like for them, like they 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 accept it a lot, you know. Yeah, they accept it they as truth accept, yeah. because
1: they see it walked out daily. Yeah.
3: And they just, you know, and they they don't hesitate with you know understanding that you know since we've done that from the beginning, how showing them how important that their their existence is, and you know that God created them uniquely and stuff, and has you know a purpose for them and stuff. It just, it you know, it it just it just clicks. It's funny, mm-hmm. like when. You Know last year when they were doing distance learning, and, and a teacher was trying to teach them something that we don't that doesn't fall in line with what we believe, and he's just like, That's not right, like you know. And and you know, JC goes back to school, it's so funny. She goes back to school, JC is
1: our 10 year old. <laughs>
3: The baby. Yeah, and but she goes back to school, and the teacher starts talking about something. And she raises her hand. That's
1: not right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not you sure that's, that's accurate. Yeah,
3: this is so and so. She's like, if you just open the Bible, you <laughs> see no, your. she said. Crack the book. You
1: gotta crack the book. <laughs> <laughs> we, were, we were like, oh, <laughs> true, but <laughs> maybe we gotta so. teach them a little presentation. <laughs> yeah. Presentation. Some tact. So,
3: but, yeah it's it's you know but that's you know, it's,
1: it's awesome though to see that our kids have confidence in mm-hmm. the things that we believe yeah and it's it's so lacking i think in society there's such a lack of confidence in what you believe because yeah. there is so many things out there that the world contradicts and even like religion will contradict too and it's just like i think our kids have a good understanding of like what is truth and what we value because it lines up with how we live out our day to day lives, what we prioritize and it's it's family, it's faith, it's health. And I think like when all those things line up, they, they become very secure people in who they are and what, what they believe. Yeah. And I think that's the most powerful thing in this world is somebody who knows who they are. Knows what they believe and can walk out their life with confidence. So I feel like we're not completely failing in that area. I don't think you're awesome. failing at all in that yeah. area. But I think we all, all we all wonder. Well, maybe not. We you probably do not wonder if you fail. That's a me thing. Uh, that's a mom thing. I think too, but it's.
0: I wonder.
2: Uh, well, oh <laughs> hell, Jeff. Not, it's not a fail thing. I think it's a it's a test thing yeah. it's like okay this is not looking like I thought it would look right now because there shouldn't be this hiccup yeah but without those hiccups to bring them back to recognize that they know that yeah. they know that it's they something. know but something shook mm-hmm. it, you know mm-hmm. something shakes it every now and then you get an earthquake and things shake and they get kind of crooked or hang on the wall different and you have to go back and straighten them out it's not a failure so much as just going back we we are constantly with our kids, our, our famous line is always, is this you? Mm-hmm. Who are you? Yeah. Because is, is this really you or is this something that somebody has told you? Is this mm-hmm. something that you've picked up? Where did this come from? Mm-hmm. And then once we kind of get to the underlying question, mm-hmm. it's like, it, it's never that they don't know, it's that something questioned. Yeah, something caused them to doubt okay, so it. so where's the question? I need mm-hmm. to know what the question is and then I can help you find the answer. I don't necessarily want to give it to you. Right. But they have enough foundation that they can usually pull the answer for themselves, mm-hmm. but they need someone else to question the question. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's good insight. Yeah it's teenage years. <laughs> it's so boy,
0: those are exciting. I those know I made so them exciting fun. for my family too. Oh. <laughs> <you know? laughs> um some of just a few things that struck me um that y'all are talking about, and I just wonder. You know, And it's on the spot, so it has to come from the heart because you don't have time to make anything up. Um,
1: oh, no pressure. No, he's bad. pretty good at making stuff
0: up. <laughs> so now we know. <laughs> you make a lot of crap up. Thank you. <laughs> um, what do you say to, just to go back and touch on that, because, I mean, you talk about building confidence in your children. Um, what do you say to somebody, like somebody listening to this podcast, um, halfway around the world that, you know, is thinking, well, heck, I, I can't teach my kids about confidence. I don't even have confidence in who I am. What, what message, you know, could you give them? Because I think if you build your confidence, it's gonna, it's gonna help your marriage. Mm -hmm. It's gonna help you as a parent, as a person, you know, as an individual period. So what, what would you say, um, to the person who's listening, that maybe they say, I, I, How in the world, where do I start building confidence?
1: I would say teach them what you wish you learned. Hmm. Right? right? Like, you don't have to have all the answers to be able to point them in the right direction. I mean, we all know, like, we all, I think, wish we grew up maybe different than we did, or wish we had a different situation than we had, or different experiences. But I think at the end of the day, like, I think we all know where confidence comes from. And I think we can nurture that without even knowing or, or having that all figured out for ourselves. Because we're never gonna arrive at perfection, ever. Mm-hmm. We're always a work in progress. So I think it's okay to like fake it till you make it, in a sense, but you're not really faking it. You're just giving someone access to something that you wish you had access to at a certain point
2: I think parenting is where your hindsight as twenty twenty comes into play. Totally. It's like, trust me, I was fourteen once. I know what this mm-hmm. looks like. You may mm-hmm. think I don't know what this looks like, but this is what's going to happen down the road. Yeah. And it's always that that moment where you get to go, man, I wish I would have had a rearview mirror. Yeah. Growing up, but I didn't have one. But you can use mine now. So yes. <laughs> I'm going to show you Wall what I went mine. through. Yeah. Right? Let me let me show you what speed bumps are coming, and let's see if we can't maneuver to another road. Um, I think that's. That's where a lot of of, um, hang-ups come for some people. I don't think they use the rear view when they have the opportunity to. Mm -hmm. They just decide, I'm going to go past my past and never look back. But if you don't, how do you teach someone not to make the same mistake?
1: Yeah. I think absolutely, like, you have to look back to know how to navigate moving forward, right? You can't just ignore what's happened back there because it matters, It changes who you are and that's not always a bad thing like that can be a great thing you know and i think too for for parents who might be lacking confidence personally it's amazing what you learn when you're teaching your kids about something that maybe you don't have figured out but if you're sitting with your kid and you're having a a conversation about being confident in who they are and, and making decisions and being bold and standing up for what you believe in you're hearing what you're telling your kids too So guess what, like parenting your kids is going to grow you as an individual, as a person every time. So even if you don't have all the confidence in the world, like if you nurture that in your own kids, you will gain it too for yourself just as a byproduct.
3: So I I kind of just now that I've had time to think about it because just jumped on that for me. Um, <laughs> I think first I have to go with, you know, cause I get confidence. Confidence to me, like it, it's the way you get confidence doing something over and over and over again and feeling good about the result. That's literally, I mean, the basic level there. You know, it's, you, you know, it's like driving to a certain location. Once you drive there a hundred times, you know you can get there without looking up at a map or, or getting directions. But I think, you know, one of my first things I have to go is one, I I just, I I have to understand my identity is found in my relationship with Jesus Christ. Yeah. And I think if we look in like Ephesians and we understand our identity that it's, it's, and we remind ourselves of that, right? Over and over because so many times throughout life, then not just you know we want to remember the truth that's in the bible or we want to remember that but then all the lies that we heard growing up or all the things that we were told and all the the labels and stuff that maybe got put on us you know clouded that truth for us and we don't quite see it or believe it for ourselves so ultimately confidence comes in first knowing who you are and and if as a child of god knowing who you are uh, in in through your relationship with god and through jesus and ultimately after you understand that I think that's the only way you can really find confidence mm-hmm. in anything else because you know otherwise you're still kind of lost and wandering you know what i mean you're trying like to find yourself your you're trying yeah. to define yourself through everyone else or everybody else or what everybody says or people say and so i think where it really comes is once you kind of know that and you begin to say well i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna be solid on this and you start to less and less focus on what everybody else think if now you're mm-hmm. not you're driving in your lane and you're focusing on your lane. You're not trying to not hit all the other cars yeah. and not not to avoid anybody else. You're just, no, this is my lane. This is what God put me in. And you you can do the same things and you can do the things to remind yourself, no, like I can do this. I did it last time. I can do it again and stuff. And you, and you help build that inside of you. I mean, and, and I think for, for our kids, this is the biggest thing is, like we, we talk about, we remind them of who they are, yeah. not not remind them of the mistakes they make you're constantly. Right. It's, no, it's not, not what you've done. We know they make mistakes, but we yeah. remind them we go back to who they are. And when you do that, it builds confidence in their mind of who they are. And the same Absolutely. type of thing for me, my confidence is is found in my relationship with Christ and my identity is found in Christ. So if and I have unshipable. that, then nothing else yeah. is, it. you know, even negativity things or thing people say and whatever i have confidence in who i am so i'm not really worried about what some what other people say you know and so i think that's really one of those things and, and to have that in a relationship mm-hmm. um, is the same type of thing it's like no like i know that investing in our relationship and 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 being a support and, and working together and stuff builds confidence that our relationship going to stand the test of time it's yeah. going to work through the stuff it's going to because time and time again when we've uh, we've committed to that and when we've yeah. invested in that on the other side it's worked it benefits out us. and it's benefit so it's it's been good and it's yeah. worked out so now i even have more confidence i i always just use it's like you know it's it's like uh either an investment in a bank you know you can't ever get interest if you don't put money in there right and or uh you you don't build a bridge by putting blocks in the middle of water you build a bridge by building up each side till it meets in the middle so ultimately as you're, you're, you're putting stuff and you're, you're putting stuff together and you're trusting and you're, you're committing to things, you're building those blocks up and they're coming up on each side as each one of you is doing your part to really connect and build that, build, that bridge of trust and ultimately you come into another a level and, and I think once you see that it works, that the bridge holds mm-hmm. and that you can walk across it back and forth and you know and it's strong and it can withstand the test of time that ultimately you believe in, in the system, aka the confidence that you have in, in the process. And and so I just think that's yes, I know some people it's confidence is easier to, you know, and it's a lot of, like for me it's probably because I don't as much mind you know I, I'm not bothered so much by what people think. You know other people that is a harder challenge so other i understand people, that AKA me. <laughs> well, uh, was gonna me too. That, me I was too.
2: I ask you that because quincy and i have this thing where um, we've given each other permission and we we actually had to have a conversation where we gave each other permission to say if i'm not acting like me uh-huh. or if my confidence gets rocked because i go through depression
1: yeah
2: on a, on a pretty consistent basis with certain things and um, you know, obviously living in a special needs house there are moments. Yeah. And when that rocks me, I gave him permission to tell me or to do certain things that pull me back and remind me. You up. So mm-hmm. exactly. Mm-hmm. What do you two have between you that you've agreed on where when one gets knocked down or something comes against you that
1: you do to help the other one get up? Seems he's almost really. He calls me out all the time. <laughs> <laughs> he's laughing. He does. <laughs> Because I have like a deep-rooted like people pleaser inside of me. Oh Lord,
0: no. preach, <laughs> preach, sister.
1: And he, he will literally be like, "Who are you aiming to please here?" It's a good word. Yeah. So we question each other. I think quite often. I think for me, sometimes I have to kind of rein him in from overconfidence
3: because
1: mm-hmm. he literally just it's
3: no such thing. <laughs> Well, (laughs) he
0: exudes confidence. I agree. Yeah,
1: but there are times and moments where I'm just like, maybe you don't have the right answer all the time. And he's like,
0: You don't know. Really? (laughs) I'm confident I do. So
1: I I feel like we balance each other out well because I will question him where someone should. I always tell people, like, it's my God given duty to at least question him sometimes because no one else does just because he exudes this sort of like, confidence with everything that he says and does and I'm always like are you sure are you really sure are you making that up so I will question him I think just really you don't like,
3: know I'm not telling you <laughs> <laughs> so fun, but like someone should question
1: him. and then if I'm questioning myself he will usually come in and be like I think you should just do it I think you should just make the decision and do it because I struggle to make decisions because I'm like I don't want to make the wrong decision yeah. And he's like, well, not making a decision at all is probably your worst case scenario. So I would just make a decision and go with it. Yeah. So I think we bounce off of each other well, almost like the iron sharpens iron thing where, you know, it it's doesn't always feel good. Like it's not always comfortable right. when you're sharpening each other. But at the end of the day, that's what makes you better. So we've agreed to make each other better.
3: And I think we kind of we we we, we stand as a support role too, uh, substantially. You know where yeah. if you know one is facing something more than the other, uh, the other one of us just kind of automatically goes into gear and, and, and makes up the difference. And it I think that's a, that's just a huge thing. We don't ever keep a tally sheet. We don't ever. You know it's one of those things. Like I always, you know I I kind of tell people it's like hey when if you see something that can get done and you have the time to get it done, like do it. You know, or you see a need and you can meet it, then meet it. It just—it's just, it's just a, kind of a a service kind of mindset of like serve way you serve and serve each other, you know. And ultimately, it's just—you don't know how much that might bless them, you know, and because if you're able to do the dishes and they didn't have time because they were rushing out the door to go to work and stuff now you know, but ultimately you got, you had a few extra minutes and you were able to get that done that really helped them. And so, yeah. you know, I think we do have that mindset where a lot of times we're, to we're trying back. to just, you know, to serve and if we have the time and stuff, we get it done. And I think that helps make up the, the difference, you know, when, you know, when you come up short one way or another. So mm-hmm.
0: that's a good word. It's a, it's a really good word. And you know, that's, it, it all goes to prove me right. Why I admire your marriage. So I love being right, by the way.
2: Yeah, he does. Um, <laughs> it's not often, but...
0: I love that you you touched on your foundation uh, being your faith, and your faith in Jesus Christ. And, you know, I often tell people... It's funny because when you tell somebody you got a marriage podcast, it's, a, oh, well, my church this or that, and it's like, Jeannie and I are Christians, but we don't do a Christian podcast. We talk about faith from time uh-huh. to time. Obviously, it's the core of who I am, but... I really appreciate you bringing that up because I do believe that's foundational uh-huh. to having confidence and knowing. And I come from a background in the South where, um, you know, in the Bible Belt, it's like, you're really a piece of crap. That's the, that's the mindset that seems to be beat into us in the,
1: mm-hmm.
0: we're in the church that I was in. So it was a struggle for me to have confidence that I was good enough for God or however you mm-hmm. want to put it. Um, and not pick on the things that I was doing wrong or where I fell short because I had kind of believed that's where God focused based on every mm-hmm. message I got on Sundays. And fortunately, I've been delivered from that particular mindset mm-hmm. to really catch the heart of God and that He's for you. Yeah. He's got a great plan for you. And that He didn't make you for a reason. And that that reason is to affect something here on earth because you, as His child... Are his glory on the earth and yeah. he's got something great for you to do mm-hmm. whether it's on a stage you know speaking to millions or just impacting another human being yep, you can't one. yeah That's <laughs> you can't lose sight of how valuable one life is well, Yeah, you know? 100%. and so I really appreciate you both of you sharing that your faith is the foundation for you especially where it comes in confidence because Usually, religion or faith doesn't go hand in hand with confidence. Yeah. Where I grew up, yeah. you know what I'm saying. It's just, yeah. and maybe that was just my interpretation, but there's only so many times you can hear that you're a filthy rag or lower than a worm, and all these other things, and then develop a complex. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah you think? Yeah. But I, I, I love that you said, you know, knowing who you are, because that was a th- I listened to this guy Ed Milet and he talked about building confidence, which number one is knowing who you are. Mm -hmm. Um, Number two is what do you stand for, Mm -hmm. which y'all covered Mm -hmm. well. And then what are you made of? Mm -hmm. And you're covering that well. And that helped me because I was a person on the outside that would seem highly confident, but I just lacked in confidence horribly. Mm -hmm. And part of it comes from, I think that people pleasing mindset Mm -hmm. Of trying to, to make sure you're good enough for everybody around you. So, that was life changing for me. So I believe what you shared for whoever's listening, um, it's a great moment in time for them to be able to hear that and and to understand where that comes from. So, I like that a lot. Good stuff. Y'all are naturals. (laughs) You're naturals. Um, so. What do you, I mean, you may have already answered this, but if you if you had to, if somebody came up and asked you this question, I'm interested to know what you would say. What do you love about your marriage?
2: You stumped them.
3: No, um, no I
1: was
2: <laughs> deciding trying whether to narrow say down, it or not. Think, right? Smart,
1: smart.
3: a <laughs> long list in my head, oh, so. this
1: guy.
3: I have a longer list in my phone, but. Um. Oh, that's true.
1: He does send it to me from time to time when so, I need to hear it.
3: Yeah, so um, gotta have backups. Gotta that's, sure. it, that's a pro tip. That's that's, that's a pro smart. Tits. Pro tip. That's smart. So. You just
1: when your wife's having a bad day, you text her everything you love about her, and keep it saved. It works.
3: <laughs> um, you know, I think really like Kenneth Kenneth's devotion really to us and 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 like to our relationship and. I mean really she's always been such a loyal person and stuff and you know even you know through tough times like she you know she's one that she's always been in it like since you know we've made it a commitment so long ago um you know we have just chose to do life together and and i don't know to me that's one of the bigger things in together. life is you know yeah is that you know you have someone to walk through life with you you know a uh, journey's not obviously not as enjoyable by yourself as it is with with somebody else and so you know whether you know all the different stuff we've been through whether it's ministry whether it's you know raising our children whether it's um you know whatever the lord has for us mission trips and and ministry school and no matter what it was it it was always more enjoyable when we got to do it together so i just we find
1: ways to do things together yeah you know and some people will be like what you did that together and we're like yes duh like why wouldn't you <laughs>
0: yeah exactly <laughs> you know some people but have like, a hard time figuring that out I know. Yeah,
2: it's like you want to spend time with your husband yeah, yeah. i it's actually kind
1: of my favorite person to uh-huh. spend time with so yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah i think that's probably our favorite thing is just doing stuff together it's pretty simple
2: it's,
0: it's not no. very
1: profound but
0: no, it is
2: profound. you would be surprised actually at how profound it is because in talking with other people even in our friend circle it's like he does his thing and she does her thing and when I'll go out with a girlfriend and he and I are texting it's like god doesn't he ever leave you alone I don't, I don't want him to like yeah. he's just making sure I'm having a good time and yeah. you know letting me know that he's thinking about me and he wants me to go have fun and when I get back he's got plans for us to go do something together it's like,
1: yeah,
2: you don't do that like, it's not normal to other
1: people to... I guess not. It's weird. But I'm confused. Right? Yes. we don't need a break from each other. No. Some no. people will talk about how, like, it's healthy for you to have hobbies apart from each other. And I would disagree. Totally. <laughs> I would absolutely disagree. Like, not saying that it's not okay, but I don't need that. Like, I don't need time away from my favorite human. Right.
0: Yeah.
2: It's kind of like sometimes I think people assume that your identity is in your spouse. So without them, Mm -hmm. it's like, do you not know how to be just you? Of course I do, but I'm a better me with him. I do, but I prefer,
1: yeah, yeah, I'm I'm a
2: better version of me when he's around because he balances out the weird. I mean, for for me, it's the weird or the angry. It's usually him that picks up the slack on that side, but I've never understood, Mm -hmm. like, not wanting to hang out yeah when you find that's how we
1: started (laughs) who will champion you and whatever you do you want to hang out with that person yeah
0: Mm -hmm. i agree i love it lots of love going on so much love love. (laughs) so what uh i mean this is very this is a very broad question as we're wrapping up but um somebody who's listening i mean the the amount of emails I got when this podcast started about from men who were separating from their wife, it was terrible. Mm-hmm. And the, I mean, that, that is what absolutely threw me into overdrive to do this podcast, which was, you know, is there one more relationship that I can affect mm-hmm. um, just by sharing my journey? Um, what advice do y'all give or would you give for somebody who's struggling, say, to communicate with their spouse? What's, a, what's another pro tip? Because y'all have already given us a, a great pro tip and a lot of content. But what's a pro tip if you're struggling in communication? You got any tips for that?
1: I do. <laughs> I do. I would say stop trying to communicate. And I would say back up, like pump the brakes. Is you skipped a step the first step would be to connect with each other like figure out what it is that you love to do together and do it connect because without connection your communication is just gonna fail because you're not connected word. so this is what we tell people when we do premarital counseling is like step one is figure out how you connect as a <clears> couple, <throat> couple and do it and do it regularly and do it well then you can try to figure out how to work on improving communication and then you can figure out how to like manage conflict but you can't do it in reverse order you're never going to solve conflict if you can't communicate and you're not connected like it just won't work so i would say like go back to the basics and figure out what you like to do together and do it that's a Start great there. idea what else would you add
3: I don't know, I, do, I don't know why this keeps going around in my head, which I hate to use uh, Disney movies because I am always use them. But like movies, uh, Frozen 2, do the next right thing just keeps coming to my head. And I think it pertains to relationships <laughs> for the simple fact that we think things are just so big, too far gone, that yeah. type of thing. Yeah. Instead of, so we try to like, oh, Something I have to rebuild hard. the whole house at yeah, once no. because, you know, it's it crumbled down or I, I've let it crumble. I've let it deteriorate. And ultimately, no. Like just start putting the stones start back, start, start putting the blocks back. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Start do that next right thing, whether that's, you know, uh, saying, encouraging things and saying, you know, I'm sorry saying, yeah. you know, say the do the next right thing and you'll begin to rebuild trust. You'll yeah. begin to rebuild things that you think maybe have been gone. Stop thinking it has to be this grandiose thing. No relationships are built from blocks little blocks of trust, little blocks of investment, little time, you know, time and energy in it. That's so how investments, investments again. don't come at $10,000 a thing in your bank account. No, they come with 25 bucks here, a hundred dollars here. That's how you build up savings, you know, it's like, oh, I got a $10,000 check, boom, like, no, that's not how relationships work, it's the small investments over and over that you let in in there, and let them build interest, and let them compound, and ultimately, then you can go, so, it's just, I don't know why that's the thing, but do the next right thing, it's just, I think we make it too big, or it's like, that's too far gone, I can't really do anything, and you're just like, well, I don't even know what to do, so we either freeze, or we stop, or we run away, you know, and I just think, you know, if we make choices, saying, doing the next right thing, and next investment, Saying I'm sorry, you know, you know, uh, you know, doing something to to connect help rebuild and yeah. connect yeah. and communicate, you you can rebuild anything, you okay. know. Uh, and ultimately, I I want to have to say because I, I just know it, anything's possible with God. Ultimately, yes. if if somebody's willing to say. God, I, I've tried it my own way and it's not worked. Uh, I want to, I want to offer my marriage to you and I want to offer my well, relationship to you yeah. and ultimately can make a life and death difference in, 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 ultimately, especially if two people are willing to do that. Oh, and dang. even if they haven't at that point and they're willing to say, okay, God, like we've tried it and all we've done is broken. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. but maybe God, since this is your design, you can make something beautiful out of this brokenness, which I've, I've, I've been working with people long enough to watch how beautiful things grow. Absolutely, um, in, in, out of in, crap. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> in the midst of that, and and I just that's that's the kind of God He is, yeah. and He it's His design. Marriage was His design, and you know, bringing two people together was His design. And so, ultimately, if someone's willing to humble themselves and say, "Okay, God, like uh, I'm gonna, I want to let You into this relationship, and I want to help me." Re- build or help build or rebuild you know what maybe has been broken or lost and and you know and I just I think I think a lot of things are possible there yeah. you know and I, I think that the the not giving up not not choosing you know mm-hmm. um, not choosing to to uh, to run or hide from pain or brokenness because yes. it's usually in those moments that we actually grow the most yeah. and, and, and the most of us but... is revealed like a lot of times like our, our our authenticity and vulnerability comes to that where ultimately people can connect to you and maybe you've been hard or or tough or you you know you you let something get in the way of, of that that authenticness in, in that brokenness or that vulnerability that really comes out where people begin can begin to trust again and build again. And so I just think there's a lot there to do and, and it's just it's a it's a mindset of of this is worth it. Yeah. You know I always tell people too and, and this is one of the bigger things is a lot of times people, you know, that are in relationships for 5, 10, 15 years and then, and then they just walk away and, and, and go after another relationship. And that's like, you know, you put all this money into this account over over the years and, and just think of the hours. I always tell them hours, money and time, energy and, and emotions you put in. How much do you think you got invested there? And then, and then like I said, you're willing to, to, to let that bank just let the, the government have that bank. That's the and best walk way. Away. And walk away for this. $100 deposit in a new bank account. Really? Like that's, that's, right. that's so I just, I try to give you – because that's, it's like, wait a minute, no, I've invested 10 years and, you know, $150,000. And you're not going to walk away from an investment like that. That's you right. Know? So if you really calculate the, the investment, it's like, it's probably worth salvaging. It's yeah. probably worth working towards, mm-hmm. as opposed to, oh, let me go open a new a Chase bank account over here with my $100 you know, no, I the got $150,000 here and mm-hmm. I got, you know, 15 years of emotions and energy and time. Like you can't just replace that, you know, by opening yeah. a new account. Yeah. That's right. You know, so I think it's just, you know, helping remind people of, of that. Like, you know, it's, you shouldn't be willing to give up. So just like you wouldn't, if it was a bank account with all that money and time and energy into it, you, you shouldn't want to do that with a relationship either. Yeah. You know? I totally
0: agree. That, that is a good word. And you know, a lot of times for guys, when you put it in the context of finances, it does make a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. So that, that's a great word. Um, before the podcast, you know, I was just jotting down some notes. And the thing that I wrote that I loved about your marriage is I love your commitment to each other and your family. You guys really just did the show for me. <laughs> commitment. It's all over there and it, it just can't be understated. The it's true c- commitment to follow through what you started. It cannot be understated and the show has been it's been a great show and a lot of great things to to take away um for our audience and uh you know, people listen all over the world from all different types of cultures. Um, and I know you've made an impact, the both of you on them today. So from my heart, I really appreciate the both of you doing this, and I hope we can do it again sometime. There's plenty more to talk about. Um I know the guy who runs the show, so he could probably work it out if he wants I'm to. A good work yeah, me. yeah, I'm committed to doing that. <laughs> by the way, <clears throat> well, it, any anything else you want to share?
3: I just thought uh, commitment. Uh, like I said if, if that's if that's something you're that's a challenge for you. um, I really want you to, to, to begin to, to think about maybe your faith journey, because uh, I, I can't say that commitment is possible without my faith, you know, because ultimately we're too selfish without our faith. Mm-hmm. Our faith is really what what helps us to commit to things that aren't selfish, Yeah, you know. Yeah. And so I think when we want to commit to a, a relationship with another person and commit to our kids and our families and stuff, uh, ultimately, it's 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 choosing it's choosing mm-hmm. to, to be selfless, mm-hmm. um, and like I said it, like I said so if, if you know that's I think the biggest thing is knowing that um, it's because of my faith in Jesus Christ and, 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 and knowing God as my Lord and Savior and it's really what gives gives me the to even to live up to that uh, level of commitment because you know I, I've been on a lot you know I've, I've known known God most of my life raised in church. Um, but ultimately, in my adulthood, you know, really made a commitment to follow after him. And it really has, has changed everything in my life. And ultimately, I think is what led to all the blessings that I've seen and all the, the great relationships and people that I have around me. So um, I just, you know, it's like it's hard to if you don't know if if you wonder how you can even do that in, in a broken world or whatnot, it's, it's only because of my faith, you know, that I can get there. So. That's where I know it's like I don't know, but it's just at that faith journey really does help. Um, you redefine how to how to live yeah. your life a different way, a better way. That's excellent.
0: I think that's a great word. I should ask you before the show how people can reach out to you. I don't even know if you want people to, um, but they can get to, to you through us um, if they want to. Yeah, that's and then if you know if you do have even an email for the church or something we can put it in the show notes but um, we at Man vs. Marriage have new email addresses because we needed to make it easier on people because it was a mouthful before I mean the, the, the email address is a mouthful now but. <laughs> it's Quincy at MVSM and it's Jeannie and I'll spell Jeannie for you some people still have trouble saying Jeannie's name they call her Jean. J-E-A-N-N-E at mvsmpodcast.com I just want to take a minute to say uh, thank you to the various countries that uh, downloaded the last episode I was looking over so obviously America Australia Canada India New Zealand Nigeria Poland Siberia and the United Arab Emirates thank you for getting in on man versus marriage and if you want to reach out to uh Jeff or Candice, you have a, a question about anything um, or a comment, um, for any of the encouragement they gave you, just email us, okay? You can always go to Podcast.com and become a subscriber. But for now, for the Ray family, for Jeannie, and for Quincy the Q-diggity-dog, this is Man versus Marriage. The Podcast. How good do you want your life to be? You gotta live on purpose, for a purpose. It's truly about becoming the best version of yourself that's possible.
1: This is Man Vs. Merit, the podcast.